0: strong and get it. The birthplace of talk radio. I
1: see all these idiots and fools and jackasses on radio. What an introduction that was.
2: Holy God. My gosh. Nobody does it better. Kids, we don't want another incident here, okay? Yeah. It's
1: such a bizarre
2: world. I apologize for that. All right, go, go.
3: Good morning.
1: I'm sorry to tell you, you're not going back to brunch. Sunday morning. We're not going back to
3: brunch. That's not happening.
2: This is Ed McMillan. And now, he. Armstrong and Getty. Getty.
4: Ooh, live from Studio C. Hey, senor. A dimly lit room where, deep within the bowels of the Armstrong and Getty Communications Compound surrounded by a moat and razor wire during these troubled times. And today, we're under the tutelage of our general manager,
0: Joe Biden's Supreme Court Picks.
4: Um, I hadn't heard. Is the list out or not?
0: No, exactly no? the
4: opposite. He refuses to say. He says, I'll
0: let you know after I get elected. Yeah,
4: that's interesting. It is interesting. Hmm. Um, So I just heard, and I hadn't heard this, uh, I just heard the clip on the news uh, Lindsey Graham saying, you know, and he's the head of the Judiciary Committee, he uh, he said, we need to get a vote before the election. Hmm. This is Lindsey Graham, so I guess that answers that question. Okay. I don't know if Mitch is in agreement with that, but... That's what was, you know, the discussion yesterday. Before the election or after the election? Does it have to happen before the election? So he's saying before the election, which is 42 days from today. Why wait till tomorrow? Six weeks from today. Right. Is the election. We won't know who's president for quite some time. Certainly days, I would say, at the very minimum. Um, Because they changed the law. In which state changed the law? You say Wisconsin?
0: Wisconsin. The votes can show up up to six days after. Six days? Well, they can, uh, yeah, they have six days to count them. I can't remember the precise wording of it, but it was a liberalization of the rules there. Yeah. Of course, you can find one judge to say about anything in America. But So so that, that one might get knocked around a little bit in the weeks we have.
4: But Wisconsin, which is one of the key states uh, last time around, you now have six days before your vote needs to show up? I guess we'll stop calling it Election Day in the future. It'll be called something else.
0: Yeah, I I don't think it's a great trend. the The judge's reasoning had everything to do with the vid and uh, Milwaukee. I guess in the primary had like four polling places open and hours long lines. Mm-hmm. Um, and now we've got the full on vid and the rest of it. And so I don't I don't know. I don't know what's right. On the other hand, the Republicans are arguing. Well, look, you got plenty of time. We're talking about this right now. Get yourself a ballot. When you decide you have enough information, send it in. Why do we have to wait a week after a day that's not coming for another several weeks? I don't know. Uh, I I don't know why it's
4: being portrayed as just too much to expect out of a citizen. Well, it's also sudden. To have that ballot in within the next six weeks.
0: Six weeks, a month and a half. Yeah, I know. What the hell? Anyway,
4: let's um, see,
0: uh, Jack Armstrong, what the hell doctrine.
4: We're going to talk to, who are we talking
0: to? Uh, Adam White. Adam White. Fabulous uh, Adam White. Next
4: hour, who's one of the, really one of the nation's leading scholars on the Supreme Court about what's going on with that. So we'll get into the ins and outs and the possibilities. And he has his opinions on uh, Amy Coney Barrett, for instance, and uh, the other names that are being thrown around. So that'll be a good conversation. Look forward to that. We also have this hour. We didn't get to it yesterday because yesterday was such a crazy news day. This this went viral last week. There's a lot of stuff that goes viral that doesn't need to go viral. I don't. You 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 almost have much more time to watch videos than I do. Some of the <laughs> stuff that goes viral, I think this is this is the hot video of the day. Okay. This is mildly entertaining at best. Uh, but this is we a get print. thirty of those a day via email, and they're all seventeen minutes long. <laughs> Uh, a principal in Minneapolis who went on a rant about uh, schools and teaching and trying to teach in a class where kids are being disruptive and just all and the lack of police and all the different stuff that's oh, just beautiful. freaking fantastic. And I thought, how come no politician ever sounds like this?
0: This is so <laughs>
4: clearly true, and a large percentage of America agrees with everything you just said. How come no politician can stand up and say these things? Can't wait to hear it.
0: Yeah, it's really good. Let's bring it a little common sense. Man, is there a shortage of that these days. Is there or is there a, a, a fear of, uh, of
4: saying what you actually believe because you get killed for it? A mm, Combination, know. maybe? I don't know. Combination of the two. Let's introduce everybody in the squad to kick off the show. There's our board operator, Michelangelo, pressing buttons, flipping toggles, pulling levers. Ah, how are you this morning, Michael? Uh, You're so close to being married.
3: Yeah. Yeah, I'm doing great. I think next isn't next Tuesday the debate? Uh, it is yeah. indeed, yeah. yeah week right. from today. Um, I'm just wondering, do you think uh Biden will debate with somebody talking in his ear? if you know he'll say <laughs> I have a new hearing aid uh, you know I, I'm here today. good evening. I have a new hearing aid and he, you just hear uh, like a voice coming through there and then he starts talking and you know?
0: uh, well, I guarantee you that story will be on the internet the next morning, whether it's true or not. It's not inconceivable. it is highly unlikely as there are rules.
4: It's certainly an interesting strategy that he's gonna be facing. Uh, Serious questioning without a teleprompter for the first time in the biggest debate in modern history, maybe the biggest debate ever, um, in terms of it making a difference. It's an interesting strategy. but Mm -hmm. Trump has a comment on that from his rally last night. We'll have to play later.
1: It's pretty funny. I hope it's charitable. (laughs) There's Positive Sean, whose smile lights up the room. How are you, Sean? Doing very well. It was on uh, this date in the year 1989 that two very different TV shows both debuted with their premiere episode. The first one a uh, a staple of uh, my growing up on the, the TGIF lineup of uh, Family Matters yeah, Steve Urkel, the the did I do that right every every kid my age had a Steve Urkel impression that their parents would make them do at family gatherings. I've so not seen 2 minutes of that
0: television show. And one of the
4: hottest shows in TV history.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh but arguably the larger cultural impact was uh, was this show also debuting on that very same day. Do you know what show this theme song is for? I don't actually. This is the theme to Baywatch. Oh, American really? American classic. It, 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 you know, a bunch of hard bodies with mediocre lifeguarding practices and, <laughs> uh, you know, just a pioneering in swimwear and slow motion running. Teat. Uh, one of the largest uh, television exports that uh, oh, America yeah. has ever had as well, <laughs> and I've never, I've never
4: seen a minute of Baywatch, but its cultural impact, obviously, everybody knew who Pamela Anderson was,
1: everybody knew who was David Hasselhoff was. Well, I can close sure? my eyes right now and see Yasmin Bleeth running in slow motion. Mm-hmm. the exactly. beach. No, I
4: mean, sh- yeah, mm-hmm. people became hugely famous out of that. Um, does that run in syndication, Baywatch? Maybe I'll catch up on my, my Baywatch.
0: Baby's hungry too, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> oh, come on now.
4: Uh, I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty on this. How'd it get to be Tuesday already? September 22nd, the year 2020. We're Armstrong and Getty, and we approve of this
0: program. Here's the show then beginning officially, according to FCC rules and regs, at Mark. The autumn wind is a pirate, (laughs) blustering in from sea, with a rollicking song he sweeps along, swaggering voicelessly.
4: So... I'm guessing the Oakland Raiders, now the Los Angeles Raiders. The the Las Vegas Raiders. The Los Angeles Chargers. Then back to the Oakland Raiders, now the Los Angeles... What are they to now? The Las Vegas Raiders. Las Vegas Raiders. Um, uh, Debuted
1: last night? Uh, Yes, well, that was also first day of fall. Hmm. Autumn is a blah, blah, blah. I I chose the pirate one. Later on, John Facenda, legendary voice, gets into how it's a raider, and it'll steal something, something.
0: I see. The pirates are actually brutal criminals who... uh, who, who who were murderers, but we have romanticized these, them for some reason. Yeah, I don't know why we made them charming. They're not charming. <laughs> Nothing charming about
4: pirates, really. No, indeed. <laughs> the parrots,
0: those are kind of charming. The the parrot's parrot is granted. Granted, it's charming. I was wrong.
4: <laughs> um. Uh, uh, uh. Oh, and um. <laughs> I mean, we have plenty of time for this, but I still do not understand why it's considered an advantage to Trump in terms of getting reelected, to try to get this done before the election. Maybe you can explain that to me.
0: um, Um, All right. I'll construct some sort of argument. (laughs) It will be flimsy at best. (laughs) I've heard it both ways, and and all sorts of theories make about equal sense to me. mm -hmm. I will uh, tell you that, uh, without doubt, Republicans in general, conservatives in general, think, get the judge. Republicans have lost like six of the last eight uh, popular votes for president because the coasts now are so heavily populated mm-hmm. population density equals liberalism generally speaking um the, they figure let's just get the judge get the judge. Nothing else matters. I don't want to hear any claptrap about the the uh, Mitch McConnell last time around or okay so is it I get rushed it. or any old lady's dying wishes so now I get it
4: the pro- the possibility that Trump loses. Actually, the probability where the polls are currently,
0: Trump loses the polls, the polls. you and the polls.
4: If Trump loses and the Dems take the Senate, it is harder to make your argument that Trump gets to ram it in, even though constitutionally he's absolutely 100 percent correct. Yeah, but, um, you could you could at least make the argument. Look, we got, you know, the, the the people have spoken. They want a Democratic Senate and Democratic president. What are you doing? Picking the Supreme Court justice. So you have a better argument before election
0: day. uh, Agreed. Yeah, there's almost no really powerful argument they could throw. There's zero. There's zero argument you can make. Right, I'm. I'm thinking. Uh, I'm not thinking Other in terms the, of logic, but pers- political persuasion. Other than the
4: hypocrisy thing, but I think everybody's <laughs> everybody's so tainted by that because everybody's saying the
0: opposite of what they said. Yeah. a few years ago, Joe Biden's extra tainted, which I'll yeah. explain to you. No kidding, because he's done the double reverse. Because he
4: had the Biden rule, then he de- they denied the Biden rule. Now he's back to the Biden. rule. Right, <laughs> he
0: was totally against the last <laughs> that- year appointment. Then he was for it. Now he's against it again, and I'm pretty sure he's going to flip to the halfback, who's going to heave the ball downfield any second. Now. That
1: sort of thing could only play out if he's been in off or been in position of power for like 40 plus years. Yeah, There's that, no way that's actually happening. That
4: is one of the problems with being around that long. You've had a lot of different positions on a lot of things. Mailbag, I'm sure, is just fantastic. Oh, please, it's
0: just it's exquisite.
4: <laughs> Our text line is four one five two nine five KFTC. It's going to be a big show. I can feel it in my bones. Maybe it's a lack of calcium. I don't know which.
2: Armstrong and Getty, the Armstrong and Getty Show. And I got a debate coming up with this guy. No, it's. Not. You never know. You never know. They give him a big fat shot in the ass and he comes out. And for two hours, he's better than ever before. The you know. problem is, what happens after that? Nah, we're going to ask for a drug test. We are. I'd like to have a drug test. Both of us. I'll take it. He'll take
4: it. See, that's Come on. On. <laughs> That's not what most presidents say. <laughs> that is hilarious. For a couple of hours, he's better than ever, and then it wears off, and I don't know.
0: <laughs> oh boy! <laughs> oh boy! Uh, for better or worse, Trump is absolutely looking forward to the debate, like the season finale of The Apprentice when Dennis Rodman was on. I mean, it's just <laughs> there's anticipation. Everybody's excited. It's going to be a big show with great ratings.
4: Saw a doctor on Tucker last night suggesting that Adderall would be a pretty likely drug that he's on because he. The doctor said that's what I'd prescribe to a patient who's in a similar situation as, as uh, Biden. Mm. S- speed, more or less. Um, yeah,
0: yeah. Well, plus, you know, there are persistent rumors that he's being treated for the early stages of uh, dementia. Yeah, and that Adderall for
4: certain kinds of uh, mental decline, I guess that's what they do. Oh, I is that know right? That. Yeah. Uh, where do I get some? Yeah, what point, question. what point do you get to sign up for that? Let's talk to a college student.
2: Well, <laughs> raising their prices on prescription drugs. Yes. Or
4: half of grade school students. Oh, my. they're not taking it illegally. It's being prescribed by parents.
0: Oh, boy. Mailbag. You can email us, mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com. That is the address, mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com. Did the president say a shot in the ass? Is that what he said? He said a giant shot in the ass.
2: And I got a debate coming up with this guy. No, it's true. You never know. You never know. They give him a big, fat shot in the ass, and he comes out.
0: big, fat shot in the ass is more than 100 cc's. giant shot in the ass is more than 250. If I recall that from medical school correctly. (laughs) Oh, jeez. Here's your freedom-loving quote of the day from the great economist, thinker, writer Ludwig von Mises. It is vain to fight totalitarianism by adopting totalitarian methods. Freedom can only be won by men unconditionally committed to the principles of freedom. The first requisite for a better social order is the return to unrestricted freedom of thought and speech. Interesting. Amen. Oh, man. There are so many great quotes. I've got one tomorrow that might be my favorite of all Who was that one? Ludwig von Mises. He was a German uh, thinker. Moving on to the correspondence proper, uh, and speaking of Germany, I was discussing where in the world I could move if uh, the United States fails to continue to be the United States. If it is a uh, landmass with a very different form of government and society, why would I stay here just because I like the geography? I want to go to a place where my ideals are reflected, and I, I mentioned Argentina or maybe Germany. And Jared in Missouri writes, Joe, go to Germany, not Argentina. As any history buff knows, Argentina is where you go when Germany doesn't work out. Oh, my. Oh, my. An unfortunate reference to a previous regime in Germany. Nazi Germany. I <laughs> can't believe you've held back this long. Uh, yes, indeed. A, a number of Nazis were said to have escaped to Argentina. Where the Israelis tracked them down and snuffed them in some cases. Mm. Very exciting. Here's an overheard quote. Uh, Chris writes, not sure who said it, but I thought I'd pass it along. Twitter is just fight club for people who don't want to get hit. (laughs) That's pretty good. Thanks, Chris. That is a good one. Uh, Back-to-back emails. Barbara in the crazy San Francisco Bay Area writes, uh, she's watching 60 Minutes, how Democrats have uh, registered to vote by mail 70 to 1 over Republicans in Pennsylvania. We played that clip yesterday. Um, uh, I had a sudden thought. We hear a lot about Dems voting by mail, Republicans in person. What if lots of Dems mail-in votes, but on Election Day, there is sudden and dangerous civil unrest that makes it impossible for Republicans to vote in person? Uh, What then? Republican votes are lost. Very concerned about that. And then back to back, this note from uh, Marty that I thought was thought-provoking. Same topic. Many more Democrats voting by mail. My contention is it's going to kill the Democrats. Imagine Republicans have a very small percentage of their electorate mailing in ballots comparatively. 20 to 30 percent of that small percent of mail-in ballots will be thrown out, as that is uh, almost, it's a pretty consistent reality. Mail-in ballots, 20 to 30 percent of them are no good. They get chucked out. Now, let's say 10 times more Democrats are going to vote mail-in than Republicans. 20 to 30 percent of those votes are going to get thrown out. You know, you can do the math already. You're way ahead of me.
4: Your likelihood of your vote not getting counted goes way up if you mail it in as opposed to show up at the poll.
0: Yeah. The percentage of, of votes at the poll that don't get counted is minuscule. Right. And furthermore, the body deciding the tiebreaker, the Supreme Court perhaps, is now five to three conservatives, might be six to three, and conservatives by nature will stick to the laws that are on the books. They will not say, well, in our all-knowing wisdom, we're going to write some new rules to deal with this situation. They're not conservative politically, but conservative judicially. Could be.
4: Both of you with some nice analysis. Could be a legit constitutional crisis. Uh, You're going to hear from an angry educator coming up. Stay tuned.
2: Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Too many things
4: going on at once, but what are you going to do? Election is six weeks away. Debate in one week. Pandemic, the likes of which hasn't been seen in a century. Economic problems, the likes of which have not been seen in a century.
0: Chief Dark Cloud over here. Come on. Th-
4: those are none of those are even close to exaggerations that no. I said.
0: No, they are not. <laughs> and perhaps the greatest superpower clash since the Korean War appears to be uh, moving closer. Yeah. But w- what are you going to do? You're going to deal with it. You're going to rise to the occasion as, as the United States, as Americans.
4: And the racial unrest and all that sort of oh, stuff. You is left as, that out. Which is as bad as it's been in a, a modern history. And you're about to hear a really long clip, which is longer than you probably ought to play on the radio. But it's so damn good. Why? It's fine. Um, It's a Minneapolis area principal of a public school. She got together with dozens of her fellow principals this past week. At the corner of Dowling and Fremont Avenues in Minneapolis to pay tribute to a 17-year-old who had been shot and killed Monday afternoon. The death marked the 59th homicide in Minneapolis this year. Oh. Part of the whole city council getting rid of the police thing. And uh, the pandemic in the schools, all that stuff fits into this, this, this rant that... Uh, has been seen by millions of people and uh, i thought maybe if you haven't heard it you'd like to hear it because i know it scratched me where i itch and i kept thinking how come no politician can say exactly what this principal's saying but anyway here it is
3: you know why we're here is because we lost a student last night we lost a minneapolis public school student last night who attended patrick henry high school he was not two weeks into his senior year when he was shot and killed right here in this space And I know for me, I am so absolutely 100% over it. For those of you that do not know what is happening in the city of Minneapolis, let me help you understand. So we literally are in a city right now that is completely and entirely out of control. I just, I have to absolutely just say it the way I feel it, Um, It feels out of control. It feels like when I walk into a classroom where the teacher has given up. And all of you guys know the way that classroom feels, right? You know that you'll get that teacher where maybe those one or two naughty kids that won't listen, the teacher just says, fine. They just shrug their shoulders and they sit down behind their desk and they put their feet up and they say, I'll collect this check, do what you need to do. And the whole class goes rogue. That's how it feels to me right now. That's how the city of Minneapolis feels to me right now. Nothing is making any sense. Everything feels topsy-turvy. I understand completely that I am speaking not just as myself, but as the North Community High School principal. And guess what? I am speaking as the North Community High School principal. I have kids that so badly and so deeply want to be in school. They want to play their sports. They want to get in the weight room. They want to work out. And because of COVID, guess what? They can't do anything. We're kicking them out of the school, we're kicking them out of the weight room. They can't practice, they can't work out, all of these things because of COVID. But just down the street, they see people doing whatever they want. They see tents up, they see hundreds of people just not social distancing. And their law enforcement drives right past it. We're seeing out in the open whole parking lots that are being taken over whole whole blocks that are being taken over people who have who have substance abuse problems, chemical dependency issues, um, all of these other things, and they are just allowed to be however they want to be. But my kids can't work out. It doesn't make any sense. And the kids know it doesn't make any sense. This absolutely we have we have an opportunity. In Minneapolis, to try something different, to do something new, and that's to say that we are not going to be held hostage by the voices of a few. You overhear law enforcement in our city right now, and they feel like, well, well, the city council doesn't want us, or or well, you know, the people don't want us. Which people? Who? Which people is it? Show me where they're at. Okay? So are you talking about the few? Some of them that don't even live here. Are you talking about the people that that don't have to worry about their children coming to a store like this? That live in a different part of the city. Is that who you're talking about? Because the people who I'm around need and want good law enforcement. The people who are in my community need and want good law enforcement and and, and and have the maturity to be able to say that we need good law enforcement to need and want us. What I'm seeing in my community is that there's not even patrolling anymore. I, I can see outright laws getting broken, traffic laws, people driving right through red lights, speeding, going 60, 70 miles an hour. Uh, my, uh, we got kids on skateboards that are getting hit by cars and nothing. No what is law enforcement? It's enforcing the law. There is no law enforcement. There is a reaction. So we're out here. So you've got about 50 to 60 Minneapolis public school principals that are out here. And 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 we'll hold space. Coming
0: to a city near you that is an amazing test case of the idiotic radical notion that the cops are the problem sometimes the cops are a problem but the cops are the problem and if we just don't have the police there won't be crime there won't be violence there won't be kids being hit on skateboards there won't be uh, traffic laws being broken willy-nilly because Because most people are like us here in White Bread Heights with our social degrees, and they'll be fine. No, what will inner cities look like without the police? It'll look like the suburbs. There are no predators on the streets. There are no people who only follow the law because they're afraid of the repercussions if they don't. No, the part of that that really... Civilization is effortless. The part of that that really resonated with my
4: son, because it doesn't make... Well, it doesn't make sense. As an adult, you get used to things not making sense. At work... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> in government, all the time, and you, you quickly get past it. But when you're a kid, it, my observation is, you know, when you start running up a thing against things that don't make sense, it really rattles your brain. And the whole, we can't go to school, we can't be together and play sports, but there's all those homeless people over there, or all those people rioting over there. That Young people are having trouble wrapping their heads around that. There's Something's not, you know, and it breaks down, The it makes them cynical. Yes, it, it breaks down their belief that adults have any idea what they're doing. What do you mean we can't be in the classroom? Look at all those people over there; they're doing whatever the hell they want. No, nobody stops them from doing anything.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, very maddening. Yeah, boy, the metaphor of the the classroom where the teacher has given up yeah. is is an apt one. And you know, there's a lot of blame to go around. The the folks who are so naive or gullible or full of guilt of some sort or another who have fallen for the radicals exploiting any sort of racial tension there is in an effort to tear down the system and, and replace it with a Marxist system. People aren't hip to that. I still hear on uh, NPR them saying uh, this, uh, an anti-fascist organization known as Antifa, as if they're actually anti-fascist. I hear them saying uh, that the the riots, the assaults on cops, the burning down of court buildings are... Uh, are uh, protests in favor of racial justice. You don't get that the wolf has donned sheep's clothing and is uh, saying precisely what it knows you will fall for.
4: Well, I don't know much about that particular Minneapolis area principal, but she is a black woman in education in Minneapolis. I doubt she's a
0: conservative. I doubt she's a right winger. I doubt she's a Trump supporter. No, she's just a woman who observes what's real. And we need so much more of that. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. So much less ideology and so much more reality.
4: Kids can't play sports, can't be in the weight rooms. They look over there, there's a big crowd of people drinking beer, smoking pot,
0: (laughs) you know, just walking across the street in front of traffic, doing whatever they want anytime. But I can't go
4: to school, I can't play football, I can't do whatever.
0: Well, And she hinted at this. She didn't make it explicit, but we all know it to be true. If the kids aren't in school, they're not playing sports, they're not working out, they're not at practice, they're not at uh, boy scouts or or whatever organization they're part of they're not uh, down at the community center playing basketball the streets will find something for them to do that's what's so incredibly frustrating about the whole covid lockdown discussion is it, it, people act as if there are no repercussions to what's being done i'm with van morrison
4: and the lockdowns here here van the man yeah his new album out About ending lockdowns. Among other things. Yeah. Uh, Anyway, I thought that was really good.
0: (sighs) Uh, I tell you what, it's frustrating, but you just, you got to keep fighting. You got to keep making your voice heard. What what alternative do we have? Give in to the Marxists? I'm not going to.
4: Um, yeah, that, that little, uh, part about teachers giving up, uh, I'd hate to have my kid in a classroom where that actually occurs, but you know, she said that as if that's a fairly common
0: thing. Well, at the risk of getting partisan on this, there are a lot of kids who are in that very situation and it's impossible for their parents to take them out of those schools and, and bring them to schools that function because you know, the teachers unions have forbidden that the idea of school vouchers, school choice, that sort of thing, which Find is it. Find sad. It
4: uh trump has said uh, he will name the supreme supreme court nominee on saturday we're going to talk to one of the smartest people about the supreme court coming up to kick off next hour so that should be a good discussion i want to know how what the pack in the court you know how hard that would be to do what that would look like among other things
0: if america would put up with it yeah if we're so divided that uh, democrats would mostly say yes let's do it let's do it i love the
4: conversation of why we battle so hard over the supreme court
0: right now oh yeah yeah, I'm looking forward to talking to the, uh, the fabulous Adam White, uh, Supreme Court uh, observer, expert, professor, about that very question.
4: Oh, man, there's so many things we got to get to betwixt now and then.
0: Yeah. Betwixt an actual word. Uh, it is. It's a little antiquated, but it'll be fine. Oh, speaking of fines, uh, the NFL has fined three coaches for failing to wear masks. Okay? Over a million dollars. Whoa Yo. Wow. And the, and the CDC out with some new
4: information about how the virus is spread for like a day and then and then not. We should probably talk about that. The Wall Street Journal's got an article out today that says, um, what does it say? Doctors say temperature is not a good litmus test for the virus which is the main way they're, they're figuring out whether you can walk into the hospital or a school or a government building or anything like that is taking your temperature. Wow, we're still beginners at this. We still don't exactly know what we're talking about. All that oh. stuff on the way.
2: Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. You ever notice where Biden goes out and he always picks the wrong location? Like if he's in Ohio, it's great to be in the state of Florida. (laughs) Then he looks around and he doesn't see too many palm trees. (laughs) He said, are we in Florida? No, you're not. He did that seven times. How do you do that? When you do that, you just walk off the stage. It's over. (laughs) There's nothing you can do. You can make the greatest remainder of the speech. There's nothing you can do to save it.
0: Come on. Wow! (laughs) Well, he's really riffing. He's got the uh, the riff engine uh, fired up and running.
4: Apparently, so uh, Monday night football used to be the most important uh, two hours or three hours of the week for me for many Mm. many years. Um, Last night it was uh, the first Las Vegas Raiders Monday night football.
0: That is correct against the uh, the hated. New
4: Orleans Saints with no fans in the stand, which has got to suck. Because uh, I, I, I wasn't aware till I went to Vegas with my son last year how close the stadium is to everything. I mean, you can walk right over to the casinos. Oh, that's, that's going to be huge after games. Oh yeah,
0: yeah. A buddy of mine actually uh, was going to go to Vegas for the game and the rest of the Vegas stuff. They ended up going anyway because the casinos are open. Yeah, uh, but yeah, that's... screaming deals. By the way, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's that's what, what I understand.
4: My, he and his family were in Vegas uh, the week before last. Swimming and eating and stuff
0: like that, and it's everything's cheap and nobody's around. Mm. High-class call girls get the weekly vid tests. It's very efficient. So the NFL is probably going to fine John Chucky Gruden a $1,000 and his team a quarter of a million, like they did three other teams over the weekend, for not wearing masks properly on the sidelines. John Gruden, we were just looking at him on the TV. He's got his mask around his neck like it's chilly and he's wearing a scarf.
4: Or like he works at your local convenience store. I see people doing that all the time, and they get credit, I guess, for wearing a
0: mask. That's, that's odd. Because it's just hanging down around their chin. It's like getting credit for wearing pants if they're on your arm and your <laughs> genitals are showing. Or down around your ankles. Well, right. I, I you should shouldn't say, yeah, hey, I got pants on. They're down around my ankles. Yeah, no, no, not really. You're kind of missing the point.
4: Well, it's it, that's it. That's beyond like a good analogy. That's exactly the same thing. Yeah, well, your pants are to cover your genitals, which we've decided is not okay. The mask is to cover your mouth and nose, which we've decided is not okay. Exactly. If it's around your chin, you might as well not have it on at all. Precisely. And if I can my see point. your genitals and buttocks, right. you might as well not be
0: wearing pants. If no I... need to shuffle around. You've already committed a crime. If I can see your genitals and your mouth and nose, I'm really unhappy with you. Exactly. Please. Uh, Let's see, Uh, Denver's Vic Fangio, Seattle's Pete Carroll, and San Francisco's Kyle Shanahan all hit with $100,000 fines, and unnamed sources said the teams were also hit with two hundred and fifty thousand dollar fines. Although they're doing so, yeah, of- the Gruden and or, or add Gruden do that, and we're looking at about one point five million dollars in fines. Uh, although they're
4: doing a lot of yelling out information and stuff like that, they probably feel like they can't be heard. I was in a meeting situation the other day, and everybody had masks on and was socially distanced. I couldn't hear anything or understand anything yeah. anybody was saying. Yeah. This keeps happening to me at the pharmacy, especially. The glass window, we both got masks oh. on. You're a you're a tiny, quiet little uh, pharmacy genius. I can't hear you. Right.
1: Hello. Occasionally, <laughs> there's an accent involved. I'm
4: not, I'm not sure what you're talking about, Jack. This, this seems perfectly <laughs> Sean, fine. Sean and his gas mask. I'm sorry. Uh, pardon
1: like, me? <laughs> I'm sorry, I didn't understand what you said. Need your insurance card information. I'm sorry, I'm i can't hear you very well. Your insurance provider. Oh, oh, oh! My sister. All right, give me just a sec. Don't go get the card. Is this in or out of
0: network? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Can you imagine you it, get if you're, if you're trying gonna pay, to manage your
4: behemoths? Sean, if you're going to play the pharmacist, you have to end with, uh "That will be ready in about 15 minutes. We'll call your name." But I was on the phone earlier with somebody who said it was ready. It'll be about
2: 15 minutes. That'll be ready
1: in about 15 minutes. <laughs> we'll, we'll call, call your, your name.
2: But no, I was told. <laughs> I told specifically it's already ready. <laughs> no, she said it's ready now. We have a blood
1: pressure machine. You can do that. It <laughs> takes a couple minutes.
4: And then, the, and then in 15 minutes, you have to get back in the line. You get all the way up there. And it's a coin flip as to whether or not they have it there. Sir,
1: there's a line. Sir, there's
4: a line. Yeah, I know. I know. I know. I notice you're a roots or maybe you'd
0: like to go peruse our fine variety of hair dye products and i aisle. Number two, it'll be about 15 minutes.
4: We're going to talk Supreme Court next hour with one of the smartest Supreme Court uh, thinkers in, in, in America, so that's cool. What's we're gonna, the m-
1: We're going
4: to talk Supreme Court in about 15 minutes. We'll call, <laughs> you, we'll call you when Adam White is
1: ready. <laughs> oh, oh, boy.
4: What is the most cheated on subject in college? This uh, report is out. Wow! Um, I wouldn't have thought of this unless I was a college student in the Internet era, and I was not.
1: Are girlfriends a subject? I was going to say, I'll love you in the morning. Is that a subject? Oh,
4: that's really not cool. No, it is not cool. This makes perfect.
0: Be a a
1: man
4: or woman of honor. In the Internet era. Economic intercourse. In the Internet era, I can believe this wholeheartedly. English is easily the most cheated on subject in college because you have papers due on various things. Mm. And you just get one off the Internet. And there's quintillion of them floating around, there's no way they can nail down whether it was, you know, pilfered Uh, off the Internet.
0: I've I've read a fair amount about this. They are incredibly good at figuring out if there's a plagiarism, as long as they're up to date. It's like your antivirus software. If there's a new virus, they don't know about it. They won't protect you, although that's, that's a little oversimplified. But they have algorithms that recognize, like, every known essay on Earth. But kids still get by with it somehow or another. Oh, know, I the bad ble- guys are always just a
4: little ahead of the good guys. I got to believe that. It, it seems like that'd be impossible to do. I mean, any individual university would have 10,000 papers on Hamlet available, let alone the the entire world.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, they belong to international clubs, as it were, uh, international services, the universities do. I don't remember the names of them, but yeah, that's a giant battle these days. It's really
4: interesting, actually.
0: But but that's the
4: most cheated on uh, subject in the United States, followed by history, psychology, literature, sociology, and nursing. Don't cheat at the nursing. Oh, please don't. You're cheating at that other stuff, and nobody will be harmed. But don't cheat at the nursing. Uh, I don't know how to stick you with this needle. So close your eyes. I'm going to close my eyes. Let's just hope for the best. I'm assuming
1: I get a running start.
0: (laughs) (laughs) The other day, Judy's favorite guy. Had to jab at her three times, and Ooh. then then he had to turn over the job to somebody else. Oh, and he he's the, the oh. good one. Oh, oh, had to tap out. Man. Oh yeah, yeah that's oh, that's yeah. not good. He threw up his hands. Oh, that's not that's good. so bad. Yeah. Oh, what does packing? People just drove off the road. <laughs> what does
4: packing <laughs> the Supreme Court look like? What does that mean? How would that play out? How likely is that? Among other things, we're going to talk to uh, with our great Supreme Court expert on the way on the Armstrong and Getty Show.
2: Strong and Getty.